Good morning, Raboisa. You don't, you don't, Mamish, have to help me out. Today's shear is being sponsored. I forgot to print it out. It's one of those days. Okay, let's go back. Yosef. Three sponsors. Here we go. By Ephraim Jaffe, in memory of my father, Ira Jaffe, Yitzchok ben Kalm Yaakov, may Neshama have an Aliyah. And by Yaakov and Malka Slatis, Rufua Shlemer for our son, Alter Yeshaya ben Malka Chaya, Rufua Shlemer. And by Michael ben Shitrit from Florida. Thank you, Michael, for helping put that together, that whole beautiful gathering. In commemoration of the ninth yard side of Rabbi Yosef Ozil of Miami. This is from the Miami community who passed away on the 13th of Thomas at the young age of 42. Rabbi Ozil was a tremendous Tamil Chacham that had a global following. It was my inspiration to start and finish the last Daf Yomi cycle shortly after his passing in 2012, and I continued to learn Daf Yomi in his memory. May his Neshama have an Aliyah. Not in order. Well, talking about uh, Miami, so I'll read some of the Miami guys. I think I even have one from Michael Ben from a few days ago. Ravelli. This one is from Jeff Gordon. I was so happy, by the way, to see that Jeff Gordon is still with the DAF because he gave a beautiful video message. I don't know, like a year ago. It was for Seam of Shabbos, I think. Shabbos. He's still with us. Baruch Hashem. Whose phone is that? We just finished a fun and bonding lunch with the South Florida Chevra. We know you have a home down here and a relaxed and friendly shear is what our group is all about. As such, we voted that one seam should be made down here. And since you have a home here, it really will be like MDA Chutzlar, MDY Chutzlarz. Can I hear a yes, Raboisai? Hatzlocha Jeff Gordon, Boynton Beach. Wow. Okay, a few more of those. Maybe we'll go there. Yonason David Cohen. My name is Yonason David Cohen. Living in, you're not going to believe this. You know where this guy lives? Anchorage, Alaska. Since January, I've been frequently using your shear streamed over Zoom to learn it with my father and grandfather in New York, along with some friends, including one I made in Indianapolis. We all have gotten a deeper understanding with your shear and this Chabur, as well as a strong motivation for all of us to keep it up. In addition, I am much closer with my family Thanks to your shir, Baruch Hashem. So talking about strengthening family, here's a picture of Joe Schreiber. He's wearing his granddaughter's headphones with pink horns on them, doing the daf. But when we had the whole corona thing, he was on Zoom every single day, together with his son, Josh, here. And his grandchildren would come, and they, that's how they, for a year, I think they didn't see each other in person. But it was all through the shir on Zoom. So, Baruch Hashem for that. P.S. When will you be in Chicago? I may be there late July. I would love to meet you in person. Thanks and cold Tuv. Wow. So, uh, Yonis David Cohen, you have to make something in Anchorage, Alaska. Maybe cruise you. Alaska. What? A cruise to Alaska. A cruise to Alaska. No, first, let him, let him bring. Maybe there's a moose or something in Alaska that he can get together with. Eskimos. <laughs> okay, Michael Benchitrit. Shalom Aleichem. We had a great Miami get-together today, and there's a tremendous momentum for us to continue with bigger and better events. Absolutely. That's the whole idea. 
start off 13 people, Baruch Hashem. Next time we'll grow a little. And even if it doesn't, it was done. December 8th is Siyam uh, Antinus. January 8th is Amigila. February 5th, Mayid Cotton. March 3rd is Chagiga, which is also the Siyam of Seyed Mayid. So, since uh, the Siyam are coming fast and furious between December and March, it's every 30 days. Raveli, we're seeing a major demographic shift where Yidden from the north, nor- northern U.S. are spending winters in Florida more often, and many families are even relocating permanently. It was very inspiring to see your pre-Pesach and post-Pesach Siyumim for Pesachim Shkolim in New York area, in addition to all the group events in between. I'm sure my fellow Flor- Floridians will agree that a winter seam in Florida would be extremely well received. In fact, many of the New Yorkers that attended the Pesach Siva may have been down here. Maybe, may even be down here. How about it, Ravelli? Florida is waiting for you. For I guess they just sat through the whole thing. Like, every, are you going to write an email? Write an email now. Write an email. They got the... Okay. I have no doubt we can organize one. Who, Me? Looking forward to hearing your thoughts on this. Warm regards, your beloved Talmud from Miami, Michael Benchitrit. Who, the Miami guys? Anyone in the world should message Yeshua and give him your WhatsApp number. Here's your number. Here's Yeshua's number. And they'll get together. In, a, in Alaska, it'll be unbelievable. We've got to get some cool places like Alaska. Rabbi Isai, uh, here's one more picture before we go into the shir. These are the Berman clan. This is Eli Chalishlissel. He gave me a challah. He owns the Strauss's Bakery in, uh, in Bar Park. So it says like this. Hi, I'm Shruli Berman, son of the famous Eli Berman Schlissel challah. My brothers and I love your shir. The whole mishpacha. Love this mishpacha. I've been listening to your shir while I make my deliveries. I'm from Brooklyn, New York, and currently live in Detroit. Ah, oh, Detroit. Here we go. Here's a Detroiter. He should get together. This guy right over here. I've been here for almost eight years and I love it here. I've been trying to advertise Rabbi Eli to everyone I know. Yishkoyach. From the right, myself, Sruli, I think this is what he means, right? Mati Berman, Iron Learner, Eli Berman is over here. David Goldstein, Yankee Berman, Givaldic. Uh, get together in Detroit. Get my uncle, Rabbi Irons, my uncle. Or my wife's uncle, Dr. Friedman. Start a Chabur over there. Rabbi Isa, here we are. Daf, Ayn Beis, Omud Beis. We're in the middle of Rava. Stopped in the wrong place. So, Why does it say Sam? It should say Limed. Sam is a lotion of Sam Hachayim, Sam Hamavas. It's the poison, it's the drug of life. And we're holding by the wide line. If you're skilled, Duman, uh, it depends. If you're a Litvak, you say Oymein. That's how it says in the Gemara. In the art scroll, a Breslover wrote it, so it's Uman. If you go to Uman, it's Samachayim. If you don't go to Uman, Samadamoiso. As I state, though. No, the art scroll is the Breslover. He, he said it, Oymein. Anyways, it's a, a person who's skilled. Read it any way you want. If you are skilled in Torah, you do it the right way. And it's the drug of life, the law. If you don't learn it with 
with Lashma, you don't keep the Torah, then it's Sam Hamavas. Omer Rabbi Shmuel ben Achmeini, Rabbi Yonis and Rami, Ksiv, Pikudi Hashem is Shorim Sam Chilev. The Pikudim of Hashem are strayed. They gladden my heart. Uchsiv, Imras Hashem Tzrufa. Tzrufa, the Gemara here learns it as the words of Hashem are Tzrufa. They can learn it. The Gemara learns it here that it's like this. Smelt. Hold on. Hold on. Let, let, I'm serious. Let Nachman start songs. Yishkoyach. <laughs> can't have everybody start singing a song in the middle of a thing. We're trying to learn Torah here. Um, but soon he's going to start saying jokes in the middle. This is Litzarev. To take a metal, to take silver and purify it and, 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 and make it nice and hot. Now it seems like Hashem's words could burn you. As I state, so says the Gemara, Zoha misamachtoi. If you're Zoha and you do the right thing, then Kudi Hashem Yishare misam chileiv will give you simcha in your life. Loi Zoha tziraftoi will burn you, will give you gehenim. Rishlokish Omar, Mugufi de Kronavka, you don't have to go to Kudi Hashem Yishare. It is, each, any way you look at it, it's a tzrifa, it's to smelt it, it's to burn it out. But if you are zaychad, everybody in this world, Rabbi everybody in this world goes through Yisurim. Everybody has, here I'm going to say in 10 seconds, a big Yisoyed. It's the Yisoyed of life. People think that you go through life and all of a sudden my beautiful, perfect life has a bump. Uy! So then I have to be misgab on it. <laughs> That's not how it works. Life is bumps. Sometimes it goes smooth. We're here to overcome this yoyinus. That That's a shtickle mistake that people make. We are here to overcome this yoyinus that we had the other day in the Gemara. When you overcome this yoyinus, that's the schar you get. This so anyway, if you take this, these yisurim, it's yisurim shalahava, then it creates tziraf l'chaim. Then, it brings you into Eilam Abba. You take them as, as Yisurim and you say, Oh, I accept these Yisurim and Yisurim shall have. Loi Zacha. But if you're not Zacha, you don't know how to look at it the right way. So after the Misa, they'll take you to Gehenim. You complain, they'll take you to Gehenim. Here's Hashem Tahoiro in Medes Lo'ad. The year of Hashem is pure and it'll, it keeps you going, it keeps you standing forever. Omer Bechanir, what does that mean? When you learn Torah, like we had yesterday, that in order we said, there's a shar that gives you your shamayim. Torah is the building. You can't build a building without having land, like the Gemara said yesterday. You have to have a chatzar to build a gate. But Torah is the building. The guy is going to build a whole building and he has nowhere to put it. Great. But they go together. They're hand in hand. You have to have your Hashem in order to learn Torah and you have to learn Torah to get your Hashem. The kids, it goes together. It's to have, the bottom line is to have Vegas and the Kodesh Baruch. Your Hashem, Torah, Medes how do you learn Torah? You marry a woman before you learn Torah when you're really young, and that keeps you away from Machshavah Zarais, and you can learn Torah. Now, here, now you can help me, okay? If you had a point to the one song, maybe, that gives Litvaks a bad rap. The most litvish song, boring song. No, how's it go? Ah, no. How's it go? 
Ei du sashem ayayay nemono. It's a great song. It's a lutak. Machimas, machimas bezi. Who sings it like that? The Hasidim. The Hasidim sing like that. We sing like this. Alright, you want? Let's sing it like you. What's going on? By the way, I've been in the show eight years. I've never seen him sing that song like that. He's full of it. All of a sudden, here. He's the guy in the beam-off. No, 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 boys. All right. What does it mean? We say it over and over and over. What does it even mean? So the Gemara explains. Nemono, Eidos, the testimony of Hashem, Nemono is going to be believed to, to, to be made and testify on the people that learned the Torah. Eidos Hashem, ne, to testify on the people that learned the Torah that they were Mekayim the Torah again. Again, I mean, like Rashi keeps on saying the word Mekayim, 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 that these are for people that keep the Torah. All right, Nusugi. Maisa Roikim, Maisa Choyshev. Here's the possible. Tupsukim. They're like 10 psukim, a part of something. This is referring to the partition of the oil made. It says, Embroidery. Is, what do they translate it? Designer. Designer. Okay. What does it mean? So Rebbe Lazar comes and says that these two things go together. They're not two Specific ways of sewing the partition and sewing the cover of the Mishkan. They're, they're the same. It starts off like this and ends off like that. The what? So I have here uh, a rikma, embroidery. Here we go. You have this. So you start out with a black piece of fabric, and Rebbe says you draw on it with a pencil, let's say, the outline, and then you take a needle. And you, you embroider this design into the fabric. Okay. First you design it, and then you embroider it. We have at home, actually, a challah cover that somebody got us as a gift. A very expensive one from this woman in Yerushalayim. And in Chicago and Lincolnwood, the whole paroiches is done like that. It's embroidered by hand. You know how the, you know, fill and have the thing. It's the machine goes through, says your name. She does every stitch by hand. That's how they did it over there. Torah Mishmeid Reb Nechemia, Roikeim, Maser Machat, Lefichach, Partzavech. He says, no. The first pasuk is Roikeim, is with a needle. Roikeim. So it's done with a needle. And therefore, what happens on this side, will come out on the back. Yeah, I don't know if you could see it. I didn't really plan this out so well, but it's in the back. Whatever you see in the front is in the back. Exactly. Stitch to stitch. Okay. 
However, the word choyshev is something else. It's to weave. So when you weave, says Rashi, that there's two layers. That's how Rashi holds. Rambam argues. Two layers. So Mela, two layers. I could put a, a lion on one side and an eagle on the other side, back to back, and they're not going to bother each other because it's two layers and it's, it's made within the fabric as you're making the fabric. Says the Gemara, Beilun is shalom buur mitumim. So you have the buur mitumim. You ask questions. And now we're going to explain exactly how it works. How do you ask? In what way? And what happens here? And how does the Kayin Gala know what's going on? Begodim, Shekayin Gadol, Meshamish Bem, and we're going to go through a sugi first. <clears throat> the clothes that the Kayin Gadol wears, the Eid Gadim, Meshuach Melchama Meshamish Bahem. We have different Kayinim that we're going to discuss here. We have the Kayin Gadol, the regular Kayin Gadol, that has, that's anointed with oil. We have the Kayin Gadol, later generations, at the end of Vice Rishon, that didn't have the oil anymore, we learned the oil is Nignaz, so he becomes a Kayin Gadol through wearing the clothing. We have a Meshuach Melchama, Meshuach Muhammad is not a Kayin Gadol. He's the guy in charge. He's very high up there. He's the guy in charge taking out Klai Yisrael to the war. He gives them a pep talk beforehand. He says, who's scared? Who's not scared? Who just built a house? Who got married? He does all that. That's the Meshuach Muhammad. <clears throat> Who else do we have? We have one more. We'll get there. We'll remember. Meshuach Muhammad Meshamish Bahem in what? Says the Gemara, this guy taking Yaakla Yisrael to war is not a Kohen Gadol. He wears the Shemar B'Gadim. All eight B'Gadim. Including this. Shenem Aru B'Gadim Yulavonov Achrov. So the word is extra. It should be to the person, Lemisha B'Gadim Achrov. The next in line. The next greatest Kohen. And that's the Meshuach Mucham. Masar Rav Rahavov Ramalukadi. Some say that there's no name. Or Kedi is the name of a person. So again, there's the Meshuach Muhammad. He's the one in charge of the war. He wears Shmuel Begadim like a Kohen Gadol. Ask the Gemara, but it says, you would think that a son, now, there's Allah that the son, just like Rebus, yeah? You wonder where this comes from. A Rebus Nifter, the son takes over. Kohen Gadol is Nifter, son slips right in and takes over. So you would think that the son of the Kohen Meshuach, the guy in charge of the Muhammad, his son also is second. If his father dies, he steps in. Okay, it's only a kind gadol could go into the oil mayed, so his son takes over. But Kohen Meshuach doesn't go into the Ayamal, he goes to war. So his son does not take over. Now if it's true that a Kohen Meshuach wears the eighth clothing, look what it says in the Pasuk. It says the word Yimalas Yadai. Talking about the Kohen Gadol that his son takes over because Yimalas Yadai. It says Rashi that these words Yimalas Yadai means he wears the Shemayin of Gadim. So who takes over? Somebody who wears Shemayin of Gadim. It's all about the Shemayin of Gadim. So a Kohen Meshuach who wears Shemayin of Gadim, his son should take over. There should be a Rusha. Yeah, you hear the Kasha? If, what? Uh, yeah, why not? L'chayra, that's what the Gemara is saying here. 
If they have the Shemayin of Godim, yeah. No. It's because the Kohen Gadol, he has, he was anointed for, to go do the Avoid in the Oil Moed. That's why his son takes over. This guy, his Meshich was not for the Avoid. His Meshich was for Melchama, so he does not go into the, anywhere. Meisvek. Meshuach Melchama, Yenem Shamash, Le'barabob, Kekoyin Hadyoyt. Lo'i Bishmoyin Kekoyin Gadol. You hear what it says here? Mefurish against what we just said. A Meshuach Melchama, the one in charge of the war, not a Kain Gadol. He doesn't wear the four clothings of the regular kain, and he doesn't wear the eight. He's kireach mikan mikan. He doesn't have anything. But it says mefurish. He does not wear eight clothing. What are you telling me? What? He's he's Yisrael. He can't perform any avodah in the beis He's the top of the top. He's he's vice president. He's almost the top. He's one below the top. And he can't even wear Shemayin Begadim, and he, and he if it's not Shemayin, forget Shemayin, he can't even wear Arba Begadim. So how could he perform an Avayit in the Beisam Mikdash? Says Gemara, Elo Kekoyin Gadol, no. At the end of the day, he should wear, he should be wearing eight clothes. But the reason why he doesn't wear them is Mishum Eva, the jealousy of the Kain Gadol. You don't walk around in front of a Kain Gadol, he wears the Shemayin Begadim, that's what makes him special. And you walk around like that, it's not nice. And the reason why he doesn't wear four clothing, so he cannot wear the four clothing for one reason. He can't wear the eight clothing. But for a different reason, not because the Torah doesn't allow him. It's a Rabbanon thing that he shouldn't poke the eyes of the coin Gadol. Now, you're telling me the whole reason why Kain Gadol doesn't wear the the, the Kain Meshuach doesn't wear Shmoyin Begadim is because of Eva, not to upset the Kain Gadol. Imagine your Rebbe. I don't know, like they have special, you know, the velvet and the this and a chosh of a fancy becketcher, and a guy sits right next to him with the same exact. Ah, it's not good. It's not. You wear this. I'm the Shiva. I wear my Hamburg. My this. Nobody else. Okay. So, Misanyo. So. I'm going to prove to you that it's not about jealousy. And the Kayin Meshuach still doesn't wear the Begadim. So this is very, this is a beautiful price over here. It gives us a list of things that, that's special about a Kayin Gadol, that's special about a Kayin Meshuach, everything. Okay, here's the list. These are the things that are the difference between a Kayin Gadol and a regular Kayin. Rashi takes out the word Par Kayin Meshuach and also the Gra, but Rashi, he's a Rishon. In other words, if a coin Gadol makes a mistake, he decides he can do a certain Avera, let's say. So he has to bring a bull. Where anybody else or the other coin has to bring a regular carbon, not a bull. And there's only one Parium Kippur that a coin Gadol brings. And we know he brings a Minchas Chavitin every single day from his own money. That's just for a coin Gadol. A oval lets his hair grow out. A coin gadol takes haircuts. Veloy poirem, a oval rips his clothing. A coin gadol does not rip his clothing in the general area that a regular person does. So, aval poiremu milamato, but he'll rip the bottom hem of his clothing. Vehedid milamalo, and we know, unfortunately, how an oval looks like. Vein mitama, besides that time that I went on a lao with my whole family, and we all have ripped clothing, and they had no idea. 
the people that worked in Elal had no clue why our clothes were ripped. They were asking us, what's going on here? And then we found, I said this, Maisa, I, I, told, I told somebody, my brother said, could you imagine how they're treating us? We just came back from a Levaya. I said, because they don't know. They don't know that we're Avelim. He says, what are the Jews? They know. I said, they don't know. So he says, ask. So I went and I asked the guy. And he said, one of the stewards, he says, yeah. I said, you know why you ripped this? He goes, yeah. You know Avelos. I said, ah, great. He said, yeah, I learned in, in Aza. I'm an Arab, Arab lawyer, and I, I learned it. So I said, that's not right. You can't bring a ride from an Arab. So we asked the Israeli Jewish woman, the stewardess, and she had no clue. And she works on Elal. Okay. I hope things got better now because we have from guys running. In. What? What? It's okay. But they should know. I mean, it makes sense. Anyways, fine. Yeah. Now, the regular, the regular Koyen, uh, no, Koyen Gadol, a Metamal Who are his relatives? Remember, his son and daughter, his father and mother, his brother and sister, and his wife. This is a very interesting one. A sister. What kind of sister? Unmarried, very good. In other words, if she got married, even if she's divorced now and she's unmarried, but if she was married once, that's it. That husband took her out of, he's not that close to her. He does, he's not at the close private. <laughs> okay, not our sogeo There's a mitzvah assay for him to marry a besula. Umuzer, and there's an iser, the iraisa, a lois assay ala almana. He's not allowed to marry almana. Umachzer saritzeach. By him dying and leaving this world, the one who killed Bishaygeg leaves the Ari Mikla. And even though Oinein cannot, we're running out of time. And even though Oinein cannot bring Karbanois, you can't, a person who lost a loved one that day, a Kain could be Makriv a Karban. However, you cannot eat Kachim if you're Kain or anybody. And he cannot take part of the Kachim and say, I'm going to eat it after I'm an Oinein. Tomorrow I'm not going to be Oinein. No. Vinoy the Chelik Baroish, and he's the first one we had this in the beginning of the he takes the first part of the animal. Umakriv Chelik Baroish, and he's the first one that goes on the Mizbech, whatever he feels like he does, he's the boss. And here it is. Umish Shamish Bishmoyne Kalim, and he has the Shmoyne Begadim. Upotter. But so remember, it says here that a Kain Gadol wears Shmoyne Begadim. Because in a second it's going to say, who does not wear Shmoyne Begadim? Upotter al Tumas Migdash Vikadashim. And if he goes in by accident into Beis Migdash, Bitoma, he's potter from a Karba. And as we learned, the home is Sechti, he's the only one that performs all the Avedis in the Beisam Mikdash on Yom Kippur. Here we go. Meruba Begadim is a Kohen Gadol, this is the one I forgot. This is the Kohen Gadol who doesn't, no, I didn't forget, this is the one I did say, that he, he, he doesn't have the oil to anoint him. Okay? He became a Kohen Gadol through Begadim and not through the oil. So, the Kohen Gadol has everything. This kind of Kohen Gadol has everything in the first Kohen Gadol. Chutz, mepar, haba, akal, mitzvahs. If he makes a mistake in halacha, he doesn't bring a par. Bechulon, noyagos. Here we go. Bechulon, noyagos, b'meshuach, sh'avar. Oh, here's the one. A Kohen Gadol that lost his job. In other words, he, let's say he stepped in uh, temporarily to fill in the Kohen Gadol's job. The Kohen Gadol cannot perform that voice. He's tame, so they bring in Shimon to perform. Then the Kohen Gadol, the original, comes back to his job. They kick Shimon out. But once he's a coin gadol, he's a coin gadol for life. So, all these halachas do not. Oh, sorry, all these halachas apply to meshuach shavar, the, the, the past. 
He cannot bring a bull on Yom Kippur. Why? Because there's only one par Yom Kippur that the real Kohen Gadol brings. He cannot bring. Why? Because it's only the Kohen Gadol that brings a Sir Seifa once a day. And here goes the question. The Kohen, not the Kohen Gadol. The guy in charge of the Muhammad. You hear David Feinberg. The guy in charge of the All these Allahs don't apply to him. Why? Besides the five things. That what? When it comes to Aninos, he doesn't, he doesn't let his hair grow. He doesn't rip his clothing. He's not metamatous kroivim. He must marry Absula, and he's not allowed to marry Almana. Now, it says Mefurish, that what? He doesn't wear the eight begotten. Because the first one says, Umeshamish Bishmoyin Kalim. And over here it says, Ain Noyagois. And he takes back, if he dies, the Reitzchim come out, uh, the, 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 the murderers, Bishoyigig. They come out of our Miklot, give review that Chamayrim Enoi Machzir. So, what's the problem? That Kayen, the Kayen that used to be the Kayen wears eight, eight clothing. Yeah? The Kayen Meshuach Muhammad not. So, obviously, we don't have a problem of Eva. We have two Kayanim here. We have a guy that used to be the Kayen Gadol last, last week, and he's allowed to wear the eight Begadim. What about Eva? What about jealousy? On that you don't say. So obviously this b'risa doesn't hold a veva. And at the same time it says that a kayin mashuach, the one that goes to the war, is not allowed to wear begadim. But the, this b'risa doesn't hold a veva because you have two kayin walking around the base of wearing clothing. The kayin gadol of this week and the kayin gadol of last week. So we don't hold the veva. We don't hold the veva. So then what's the reason that a kayin mashuach cannot wear a begadim? It cannot be your reason of veva. Says the Gemara, ki lesle eva if, here, I have a nice picture, it's time to show. I, it's a, just a mashal, I'm not a Svardi, I'm not a real Svardi. Here, here's the Rav Rashi. he's wearing Yishmoyne Begadim. Here's Maran. You think he's insulted that he's wearing the clothing? He's not insulted, they're the same. Not, maybe he's even greater. He used to be the Rav Rashi, so he gets to wear it. That's, that's what the Gemara says. He was the Kohen Gadol last week? Okay, I'm not jealous of him. Who's this Koy Meshuch guy? Why is he walking around in my Begadim? Get out of here. I have jealousy. There's shuls here. There's shuls in, in America also. The Rav, he gives his drasha on the Oren Kodesh. By the, by the, you know, on top. Any other guy that comes to the shul to, the fills in? Down there below. Hey, Chashava, Rav, from Eretz Shul comes. He gets to go on top. On the, so whatever. No Eva. Okay. As many as, uh, Whatever. There's usually only one, and sometimes if he becomes tummy, you get another. I don't know. Zogdin Gemara, today we're only doing Omidals. Says Gemara, but but a guy, who's less than him, then he gets upset that he's wearing the same So Rebbe Vo said this of Rebbe Avo, remember the name. He said the Koy Meshuach. Where's the eight begadim? And he said in the name of Rabbi Yochanan, Adrinu Rabbi Ami Rabbi They didn't want to insult him and say you're wrong. They turned around their heads. They w- looked the other direction. You know when your wife, not not my wife, but other wives, you know they get a little shot. They, they go, you know, they look away from you. They show you I'm, I'm not I'm not happy with you. So Memela, they they didn't want to say it. why the Gemara is going to say it in a second. Ikid Amri Rabbi Chia Bar Abba Amro 
Reb Chiyah is the one that said, oh, Rabbi Yochanan is the one that said that the Koyim Shoch wears eight begadim. Vahadrinu, Reb Ami, Reb Ami, the same two didn't look at him. They turned around. I understand why they didn't want to tell him in his face, because Ribavo had connections with the government. So, for the covet of the government, he was well connected. They didn't want to tell him to his face, you don't know what you're talking about. They should have said, this is Torah, you have to say what it is. We know, Rabbi Yochanan never said this. Anyway, some of it has to be Ribavo. He also Rav and Omar, Nishalitmar. You learned the Pshat wrong. He holds that this whole sugi from the beginning of Ayin Bezim, Bezim the bottom. The Rekhain Meshuach, the one that goes and teaches Klai Yisrael how to go to war, the pep talker, he wears the Ibgadim. Not to perform the Avoid in the Beis HaMikdash. Just to ask for the, from the Urim Vitumim. When he's going to ask him, the Urim Vitumim, he wears the, the Shemite Ibgadim. It's not a, a full time job. He's not walking around the Beis HaMikdash insulting the Kayin Gadol. So now, how does it work? I'm saying it according to Rashi, not according to the Rambam. So, let's say the Kayin Gadol is wearing the Urim V'tumim. The guy asking the question to the Urim V'tumim faces the Kayin Gadol. And the Kayin Gadol wearing the Urim V'tumim. He puts his head down looking at the Urim V'tumim that's on his chest. Now the Gemara brings an uh, actual example that David Melech asked Durim Vetumim. Should I chase the enemy? And the one that was asked the question says, Yes, you'll be Vatzliach. Take out those three words. In other words, Durim Vetumim said, which is Alei, and he translates it and he says, Alei, go. You don't say it out loud. You ask the Kain Gadol. In other words, only the Kain Gadol could hear. But you don't just not ask it. You don't think it. We learn from this. What does it mean, noise? That her lips moved, she whispered it. If it wouldn't say Rax was saying noise, it would just say Imidaber Saliba. So she thought it. But it says her lips were moving. Why, why were her lips moving? So that's what we're supposed to do, Rabbi Say. I don't want to get into it again because it's my pet peeve. But during Shmona Esrei, one should allow, according to the Mishabura, should allow his ear to hear it, but to let somebody else hear you Davani. Don't disturb the people next to you. The Chidah says that it's usher to do that, to even let your own ear hear. The Zayar says it, the Rizal says it. In other words, Al Pikabala, you shouldn't bechlal have it. Mr. Word passing that we should, but certainly not to the point. I know that some people that have hearing aids, they don't chap what Allah's not. So they think they have to be makbid. So I'm pretty sure that if it's going to disturb other people, you shouldn't be makbid on that Allah that you should hear it because it's you should hear it, not the whole shul. Okay. And you have to finish the possible. You never ask two questions, only one. And if you were over and you said the question, Hashem is only going to answer you one. And which one of the two? The first. So there's a crazy story there with David Abmelech. 
he went to save Kiila and he saved them. They were getting attacked by the enemy and he beat the enemy. And sure enough, the ones that he saved wanted to, he thought for perhaps they're going to give him up to Shaul. So he asked the Ramatumim. But instead of asking, is Shaul going to come? And then are they going to give me over to Shaul? He said, are they going to give me over to Shaul? Is Shaul going to come? That's important, as we're going to see in a second. So Hashem said, yes, they're going to give you over. So he ran. He booked out of there quick. Now Hashem answered him on the second question. But you just said that Hashem answers on the first question. Says Gemara, it's very simple. David David made a mistake. He didn't ask first, second. He asked second. In other words, he went out of order. He said, are they going to give me up to Shaul? Is Shaul going to come? Well, first Shaul comes, and then they give him up. So Mela, the Urmatum answered him, and for the success in Gashmi's, especially Ruchmi's, of his grandchildren. What? But Yizgiruni is to literally give him over. I hear what you're saying. You're saying, well, that's, I think what happened was Shoal found out that he beat the, the and he's hiding there. I, I don't think they went to tell him. He was coming there and he's going to show up and, and oh, attack David because he found that he's there. Are they going to give him up? Are they going to hide him? I think that's what happened. But once he got the first answer, then he went ahead and he asked the second one. Are they going to give me up? Get out of there. Now, if it's an emergency, you need to. So Hashem answers to Shinema. Now, what happened was, it's a very interesting story over there. We can't get into it, we don't have time. But the bottom line is, Dabra Melch went to live with the Plishtim. It's like living in the Shtachim over here. And the Plishtim went to war with Klai Yisrael. And they chapped that if they leave, and David is there, it's not good for them. So they said, David, you come with us. And David had like 600 people with him. So he had to go with the Plishtim, fight Klai Yisrael. Exactly what he did, I'm not exactly sure. So they come back from war, and that's the war that Shaul died in. They come back, and he sees that all his houses, the 600 houses he had for his men, burned to the ground. All the women and children are gone. Disaster. The Amalekim came in when they were away at war and took everything and destroyed everything. A lot of crying going on. They cried until they couldn't cry anymore. And then they asked the Urim Vitum what to do. Should we go fight the Amalekim? It's a beautiful thing. If you look at it, how Kajbarhu Firzikh Tevelt, they didn't need a house. They didn't need anything because Shaul was dead, and David Amelch had to go back to Israel anyway. So he went back, but he went back a lot wealthier, and he had so much Shaul because he beat Amalekim at the end of the day. But it says over here, Shall I chase them? Am I going to catch them? Yes, go. Two things. Chase them. Okay, fine. So that, that was an emergency. Because if he, he, if he waited any longer, he wouldn't be able to catch them. And he got all the women back, all the children, everything is great. This of the Navi, I'm going to destroy Ninveh. But when, when something comes out of the Urim Tumim, it's solid. It never comes back. It's a Mishpat. 
Now we have to understand why it's called Urim Vitum. Urim Shimir in the Vrayim. The words light up. Tumim Shimashlim is the Vrayim. They're whole, they're full, they're, they're going to stay the way they are. They're said. Vim Toymar Begivis bin Yamin by the famous Pilegish Begiva, Mebne Maloishlimu. What happened? The Shevet Binyamin, some of a few people from Shevet Binyamin, they they took a, a, um, a Pilegish and they and they they abused her and she died. Bekitzer, Klaisrol wanted to punish those people. Binyamin said no. So Klaisrol asked the Rambam, "Should go to war?" Yes, and they lost big time the first day. Yeah, should we go tomorrow? Yes, big time. So what's going on here? They didn't ask, are we going to win? They just said, should we go? But at the end, when they did ask the, the right question, they said, yes, you're going to win. And in fact, they won. Should I go to war with B'nai B'nyamin? By the way, it says, here. finally, they call him our brother, and that's why maybe they won. Now, says the Gemara, Kate Nasus, how does it work? The, the letters pop out. The letters combine to the right thing. Now, real quickly. If it's Baltois, pops out. Ayin, uh, where's Ayin? Somewhere. Shimon. Lamed, hey, okay. <laughs> So, Reuven, Shimon, Levi, you this whole thing. Now, very important mice over here, even though it's 8 o'clock. There was a chassid that went to the Rebbe. And he said, Rebbe, Rebbe, I need a child. I need a child. So the Rebbe put that in his head. He thought about it. He said, you're going to have a Ben Zachar. Nine months later, whatever, that's whatever. A few months. Wife got pregnant, and she gave birth. Two? Two girls. So the guy goes flying back to the Rebbe. Rebbe, what did you do to me? You said a Ben Zachar. Says the Rebbe, really? That's what happened? Says, oh, I have a shot here. I found in my Ruch HaKodesh, Be'ez Nun, like in the Urim Tumim. Ben! <laughs> what happened was, Be'ez Nekevis. You have to know how to read it. <laughs> Be'ez Nekevis. Ruch HaKodesh is one thing. And how to interpret the Ruch is another thing. So I made a stick of mistake. Okay. But that's what happens with the Urim Tumim. It says, Alei. You could, you could read a La'ah. I don't know what. You have to know how to read it. You have to have the proper way of reading it. It says, Hatzel Tatzil. Right? He said, Hatzel Tatzil. That was the answer. Where's the Tzadik? In all the Shvatim, there's no Tzadik. So the Gemara. Omram Shmova Yitzchak. Avram Yitzchak v'Yakov Ksiv Shom. It also says, if you look over here, we also have Avram Yitzchak v'Yakov. So in the Yitzchak, there's a tzaddik. V'alek Ksiv Tes. Omer Avacha v'Yakov. Shifte Yeshur Ksiv Shom. It also says Shifte Yeshur. Meisvei. Kokoyin Shein Medab Rucha Kodesh Shchina Shor Olav Ein Shalom Boy. If you don't have Rucha Kodesh, forget about it. You don't. We don't use you. Sharei Shal Tzadik Balsaloi. Avyasa Valei Also Loi. Avyasa, by the way, is the one that brought Durim Betumim to David Hamelach. He was the only one from Noivir Kohanim that was saved. He had the Durim Betumim. So, but if he also lost his Ruch HaKodesh, the Pasuk says. And that's why David Amelach kicked him out and he put 
um, tzaddik instead of him to be kohen gadol. Shenem Rav Yalav Yosa at toim kolo. Oh, as the Gemara, if it pops out, it says alei. What's it? You don't have to have ruach hakodesh. Anybody knows how to read ayin lamed hey? Or according to Rishlakish, it's even easier. It puts it in order. Ayin lamed hey. Everything is. You have to to read to read Hebrew. Everybody knows. Says the Gemara. So you have misayi v'adayu. No, if you're not the right kohen gadol, then you don't have the you you can't. You can't do this. If, you, if you're not a, a proper guy, then the, the word's not going to come out. It's not going to be Ayin Lamed Hey. Let's just finish three lines. That only a king, only people that are in charge of Klai Yisrael. Who, what does the word who mean? That's Yeshua, he's the king. The people that are in charge of Klai Yisrael, they're the ones that can use the Urim Etumim, Hajun Allah Balay Koin Godol, Hajun Allah Balay Koin Godol, Hajun Allah Balay Koin Godol, have a wonderful day. Shema Lois, my uncle, is the where? Shaul? Shaul, he went to, before he went to battle with the Christian. Yeah. So, what's that? He wasn't, he wasn't answering.